to the Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody in the podcast land. This is your host, Brother David, with Pastor John Matthews here today. How are we doing today, sir? Ready with a word. Ready with a word. You had an interesting day today, or uh, today uh, you, were you able to take it easy? Uh, it was pretty interesting, and uh, but the good part is uh, we're just uh, a couple hours away from... Uh, uh, a wedding Ooh. With, with my daughter and uh, my son. Yes. He's in town with his uh, newlywed. They just celebrated their first anniversary a c- couple of weeks ago. So love is in the air. <laughs> J- July next year is going to be a, a very expensive month, huh? Oh, boy. <laughs> all right. All right. So we're going to get into this word because we know we got uh, some great stuff coming up for everybody. Uh, Let's go ahead and look to heaven right now. Father, we come before you. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to worship you in spirit and in truth. We know that you are a God of restoration, of God who's able to repair the breach, Lord Jesus. Bring us closer to you, Lord. But it all revolves, Lord, in our submission and our willingness to obey your will and your word, Lord Jesus. So we ask you right now to... uh, Allow us to surrender our hearts to you, Father, and use us no different than a writer uses a pen to bring forth his thoughts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Wow. Beautiful prayer. Thank you. So what we got uh, going on today? What's... I want to talk about the confirmation uh, for your obedience or the confirmation for obedience. When you do what God says, uh, do it the way he says it, when he says it, etc. When you follow him, God will confirm that you followed him. And, and David, uh, God is consistent, but so, so often the problem is our inconsistency. And even when we set out on the path to be obedient and to do the will of God, Mm-hmm. Too often, what happens is uh, things don't don't always run smooth, right? And then we begin to uh, lose our 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 grip, and and that's what the enemy. We begin to actually begin to doubt, and you start changing and adjusting. But when you grab hold of what he said with faith and hold on to it. He, he will confirm that, that, that to you and everybody else that what he told you was the right thing. Mm. When you're obedient to God's word, the, the confirmation of your obedience will come. I know, I know some people have a problem with that word because of what it represents. Yeah, going through something. Yeah, and 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 
God doesn't let you off the hook. All right. You you got to go through all the way through it. You know, and what happens too often, David, is we want God to to uh, almost give us all the details and show us, you know, just make it all smooth and lovely and. We can uh, just waltz right in and everything just yeah, laid out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, and it's really a lack of faith. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like take away all my doubts and fears, and then I, I won't have any problems being obedient. And, and, and you know, uh, e- even if God does lay it out for us, uh-huh. like he did in the garden, uh-huh. everything laid out. They didn't have to worry about nothing. Uh-huh. Food. Water, all their needs being met. Still got to obey. Still got to trust him and and not take a substitute. Exodus chapter 3, there's a couple things here in 3 and 4. As we see Moses trying to be obedient, that, that really kind of paints the picture for what God is trying to say today about if you are obedient, he'll bring the confirmation. But you got to hold through the process in faith, trusting and obeying. So it's, 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 it's your, you, you obey, you, you do what he says because you believe you and you trust who it is that you're listening to. So much so that you do everything he says like it says without seeing the the end at the beginning because that's really not faith. So when when Moses, in uh, Exodus 3, beginning at the 7th verse, he's up doing some work. You know, he's herding his father-in-law's sheep on the backside of this mountain. And all of a sudden, he sees this strange sight. There's a bush, and the bush is on fire. But but it's not burning up. It's not being consumed. Uh. So he went over and was like, what? And, uh, and, you know, it was an attention getter. Yes. But, but when he got over to look at the bush, he heard a voice. Take off your shoes. This is holy ground. And 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 then it's like, wait a minute, this God. And and then God begins to lay out a plan. And he tells Moses that he's chosen him to to lead the endeavor. Verse seven says, Then the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt, and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, masters. I know their sufferings. And I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of the land to a good and broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. And now, behold, the cry of the people of Israel has come to me, and I've also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppress them. Come, I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. 
But Moses said to God, oh, whoa, whoa, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? And God said, but, but I will be with you. And this shall be the sign for you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this same mountain. Now, well, it's a lot to unpack there. Uh, uh, yeah. Hey, wait a minute. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> My sign is going to be later. You can't, God, you can't do better than that now. I, I, I would even go a little bit further back. Says, who, who, who am I? Yeah, it's like. How often do we ask that, ask that question to ourselves when being presented? Mm-hmm. You know? now, now, if somebody's giving us a, a suitcase full of money. <laughs> Ain't nobody saying who am I? Who am I? <laughs> yeah, but I got to go back to the country that I'm a fugitive from. That's right, because I killed somebody. People forget that, yeah. and I'm gonna walk up in there in Pharaoh's house and and tell him, you know, uh, I'm here to represent God. When Pharaoh <laughs> thinks he is a god, yeah. Oof. And the best thing you can tell me is is what I'm gonna uh, what I'm gonna uh, your confirmation is about. Uh, see, coming back to this mountain later, what about now? Yes. Of course, you know, God did a couple of things, told him to throw a stick down, he turned it into a snake. And, but he had to trust God. Yes. Uh, I mean, that's a piece where we have to <clears throat> understand that when it comes to God dealing with us, we have to make sure, one, that we're hearing properly. And secondly, like you were explaining earlier, that we're going to trust what we hear, that we can't, we can't look at things from our worldly perspective. We can't look at things from the natural side. He just got a humongous sign from God with the burning bush. Right there, that should have been enough to settle any doubt. The fact that he, his feet or his body did not get consumed either by the fire, the fact that the bush didn't get consumed up was confirmation. Yeah, that's enough when you have enough. See, when your faith is high, the, the confirmation level can be low. But when your faith is low, then you need, you know, like, like Gideon. You know, playing with the fleece. Well, uh, can you make it wet on the top and dry on the bottom? Mm, okay, can you make it dry on the top and wet on, you know? Yeah, his faith level was low. Then he still had to go and sneak up on the camp and listen. And, oh, man. But when your faith and trust level is high, and see, and, and, and what we have to do is we have to, in our walk with God, mm-hmm. we have to build our faith and trust level so that we don't spend time playing games with God. We spend time doing the work for God. Yeah, I think you mentioned something. I want to say it was on Wednesday night's Bible study, uh, or it could have been the previous one when you, when you talked about exercising and the weight. And the, Correct. The, the, the pushing of, of, of weight against your body mm-hmm. so that you can build mass and, and muscle. The uh, resistance. Right. So It's what gives you strength. Exactly. So... The, you know, what most people do or most people who do work out, they tend to work their arms, their chests, maybe their stomach. 
But with the one area that they tend to lack most often is their legs. Mm-hmm. That's why biggest they, muscles. Yeah, and and you know they're, they're huge on top, but real skinny on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And and that's what you use to walk with. Yeah, and and that's an area that they often miss. So I, I I pose this question to you. You know, what areas are you believing God so strongly in versus the areas that you're not? Uh, me personally. No, no. I'm just saying in general. Yeah. To, to our listeners, all our listeners, maybe that's a, a question that you need to ask yourself. So I'm believing God to provide finances, this, that, and the other, but uh, maybe I struggle with my marriage. I'm not believing God in my marriage. You know what? A lot or, of people struggle, mm-hmm. but believing God for, for ministry. Mm. Matter of fact, you know, look, I just give an offering toward those that want to do it. <laughs> You know, I'm not even going to build my faith to go out and try it. That's right. Yeah, That's they, right. they abdicate the calling when when we're all called in some form or fashion. You know, they let me get, let me give you a donation toward that, Pastor, so y'all can serve. And I'll be the first one to tell everybody about how, how good of a pastor you are. You know, and my thing is, you know, it's, it's, it's not just uh, what I do, it's what we do. Amen. Yeah. So 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 watch what happened with Moses. In in uh, chapter four twenty seven, the Lord said to Aaron, Go into the wilderness to meet Moses, because he's he's on the way. So he went and met him at the mountain of God and kissed him. And Moses told Aaron all the words the Lord of the Lord with which he had uh, sent him to speak, and all the signs that he had commanded him to do. Then Moses and Aaron went and gathered all the elders of the people of Israel. And remember now, the Israelites had been praying for this deliverance. God said he heard them. He was sending them to deliver. Yes. Right? So this should be good news. So Aaron spoke all the words that the Lord had spoken to Moses and did the signs in the sight of the people. And the people believed. Uh. And when they heard that the Lord had visited the people of Israel and that he had seen their affliction, they bowed their heads and worshiped. Oh man, God finna deliver this. Oh, this is so great. Oh, this is so wonderful. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We're about to be free. Right? It all sounded good. Mm-hmm. You know what they didn't consider? The process for how that was gonna come about. And and that that votes so true today. Yeah, we 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 want the blessing. But what we gotta go through, I ain't thought about that. How we gotta trust God, how we gotta you know be obedient and hang in there until it happens. Or or God calls us to be saved and we repent uh and turn from our wicked ways mm-hmm. but not realizing uh what comes right after. Oh yeah, we get tempted, right? And then all of a sudden, oh man, did I really even get saved? <laughs> oh. It's, it, 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 we forget that the devil is not going to give us free reign to go and get this done. And, and again, another message you preached, and it's it, it's relevant to what we're talking about. As uh, soon as Jesus was ordained and, and approved and said, this is my beloved son who I believe, boom, turn around, yep. straight to the wilderness. 40 days, you know, fighting the devil off. We, we don't like that part. Uh-uh. But quite often that's what happens. You see... Uh, it says that in verse 29, then Moses and Aaron went and gathered. The, uh, uh, it says that uh, in verse 31, it said, and the people believed, and the people believed. 
but you can't just start. You know, you got to go past believing. Mm-hmm. You you got to build your faith and hold on in that belief until the end. Verse five. Afterward, Moses and Aaron went and said to Pharaoh, "You know, thus says the Lord God of Israel: Let my people go, that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness." But Pharaoh said, "Who is the Lord mm. that I should obey His voice and let Israel go? I don't know Him, and moreover, I'm not letting Israel go." No oh boy. Then they said, "The God of the Hebrews has met with us." Please let us go a three days journey into the wilderness that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God, lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. But the king of Egypt said to them, Moses and Aaron, why do you take the people away from their work? Get back to your burdens. Mm. And Pharaoh and Pharaoh said, Behold, the people of the land are are now are now many, and you make them rest from their burdens? The same day, Pharaoh commanded the taskmasters of the people and their foremen, you shall no longer give the people straw to make bricks as in the past. Let them go and gather straw for themselves. But the number of bricks that they made in the past, you shall impose on them, and you shall by no means reduce it. For they are idle. Therefore they cry, let us go and offer to and sacrifice to our God. Let hold, hold on one second there, because... There's something that just spoke to me right there. He uh-huh. says he, he wants to keep them working and keep them busy so they don't get idle. He calls serving God idleness. Well, well not just that, but, we, you know, on the, on the opposite, and we always say uh, an idle mind is a devil's, devil's workshop. Mm-hmm. But the devil uses the same term but in reverse. Correct. He wants to get us busy for him. Yes. We ain't thinking about God. Yeah. Yeah, I, no. If they get idle, God might might sneak in that idle time and get them to work <laughs> for Him. So let's keep let's keep uh, uh, them so busy doing secular stuff, worldly stuff, that that they don't even think about. You know, let's get, let them. They need to have some fun. Let, let Let me focus on my career. Let me. Oh, I know I, that's going to mess with some people's uh, yeah, theology. Yeah, you can get you can get caught up in so much stuff until you don't even have to have time to the downtime to even think about. How far are you missing God? So he said, let heavy work be laid on, on the men and and that they may labor at it and pay no regard to, to lying words. They're Moses and them just lying. God ain't said that. You know, these people just need more work so they don't even think. And see, that's what the world does. It presses us mm-hmm. so that we don't have time to think about something different. Amen. It tries to get us on a road and get us running down that road until... You know, we don't even stop to think about which way we should be going. Uh-huh. And now watch the added pressure. So the taskmasters and the foremen of the people went out and said to the people, Thus said Pharaoh, I will not give you straw. Go and get your straw yourselves wherever you find it, but your work will not be reduced in the least. Uh-huh. So the people were scattered throughout all the land of Egypt to gather stubble for straw. The taskmasters were urgent, saying, Complete your work, your daily task, each day as when there was straw. And the foremen of the people of Israel, whom Pharaoh's taskmasters had set over them, they were beaten and were asked, Why have you not done all your tasks of making bricks today and yesterday as in the past? Then the foremen of the people of Israel came and cried to Pharaoh, 
why, why do you treat your servants like this? No straw is given to your servants, yet you say to us, make bricks. Behold, your servants are beaten, but the fault is in your own people. But Pharaoh said to them, you're idle. You're idle. That is why you say, let us go and sacrifice to the Lord. Go now and work. No straw will be given you, but you must still deliver the same number of bricks. Uh. Here's where the switch. Remember them believing people? Uh. The foreman of the people of Israel saw that they were in trouble when they said, you shall by no means reduce your number of bricks, your daily task each day. They had a meeting with Moses and Aaron, who were, who were waiting for them. They knew they were coming. And they came out from Pharaoh, and they said to them, the Lord look on you and judge because you have made a stink in the sight of Pharaoh and his servants, and you have put a sword in their hand to kill us. So now the believing people that were worshiping and celebrating, when, when there is a test in the process, uh-huh. that, that faith and belief and all that praise and worship gone. Now it's complaining and pointing fingers. They, they, they were the ones that had been crying out That's right. that God would even send Moses. They were the ones that praying and saying, deliver us. But, but, but they want easy. They, they, they don't want what it takes. And, and they don't want that test. And, and, and when you're trying to make, when you're trying to come out of bondage, I've seen people with, with uh, alcohol problems, porn, pornography problems, you know, in 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 uh, drug problems, trying to get past that stuff, it's not always easy. Yeah, we want the end, but are we willing to hold fast, to have faith, and to be obedient through the process? Pastor, I was going to ask you. Maybe maybe you can talk about more about the how the enemy sees the situation and and continues to make you work harder as it relates to 2020. Well, well, see, you got to remember Satan's plan is to, to get you to doubt God and to be disobedient to God and to make anything else a priority in your life other than God. Uh That's, that's, you know, it's real simple what he's trying to do. He look, when he start trying to do something different from God, that got him disfavored with God and put out. So, okay, so he's trying to get you to do the same thing that he did because he knows the results, and he wants you to be punished and to suffer just like he is and, and will be punished and, and will suffer. So he uses the bait of the world to, to get you to um, shift from your, your, your... So the world is always going to challenge you. Uh-huh. What are you What are you willing to go through to stay truthful, to stay obedient, uh, to stay trusting in God? What are you willing to go through? Well, an- another thing that I look at is while you're in the world, the world is helping you mm-hmm. because it wants to keep you. Yep. So it helps you, but now oh, we'll get you some straw. Yeah. Just forget about God. Keep making these bricks, although you'll still be in bondage. Yes. Yeah, and you won't even like the bondage because you'll be crying and complaining about it. But but when you try to get out of bondage, we're gonna make it that much harder. So yes. we're trying to get you to rethink leaving us. 
Come on now. Yeah, we because no, we want you to say, oh well, it's hurting me, but it wasn't hurting me as bad. To just shut up and make bricks and let it, and, and and we celebrate when we get the straw back. Come on, <laughs> even though we still locked up in slavery. Yeah, that, that the, the the world will, will help you to be happy about it. Ain't hurting you but so much. Come on, don't 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 go for that. No, it, it may you may have to go through some tests and trials, but God will confirm yes. that obeying Him. It's always the right thing. Yes. So, so, so you see here that uh, they they had a struggle, and now they're pointing fingers. But Moses kept going back to Pharaoh. Let my people go. He he kept doing, and then God began to judge Egypt with all of the different uh, plagues. plagues, and but he built the faith of the people up because. All that he, the gnats, the flies, locusts. The, the locusts, none of that touched Israel. So he built their faith up so that they could see, don't worry about the whole no straw thing. You ain't going to be making bricks much longer anyway. If you'll just be obedient, if you'll just trust. And then one night, he told them to have a meal uh-huh. and to put the, the blood Prepare the meal a certain way. Prepare the meal a certain way. Be obedient. Yes. And trust me and obey me by putting the blood over your, your doors. Of course. Yes. Yeah, because tonight I'm sending the angel, but if you're obedient to me, that angel is going to take the firstborn child, but but not the, the firstborn child of those that are yeah. obedient. Yes. And they were obedient, every one of them. And God, he went in. And, and it says in, in 29, 12, 29, uh, now at midnight, the Lord struck down all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. From the firstborn of Pharaoh, mm. who sat on his throne, to the firstborn of the captive who was in the dungeon, and all the firstborn of even the livestock. And Pharaoh himself rose up in the night, he and all his servants and all the Egyptians, and there was a great cry in Egypt, for there was not a house where someone was not dead. Mm. Then he called in the middle of the night, he called and summoned Moses and Aaron by night and said, uh, get out. Up and go out from among my people, both you and the people of Israel, and go and serve the Lord as you have said. Take your flocks, your herds, and as you have said, and be gone. And bless me also. Mm. And and then they went and gathered the uh, the gold and the silver and all the precious things of Egypt. Mm-hmm. And verse thirty seven, and the people of Israel journeyed from Ramesses to Succoth, six hundred thousand men on foot, besides the women and the children, a couple million people. He delivered them. That's right. To never have to be in bondage to Egypt. Again, mm-hmm. he confirmed that what he said to to the one leader mm-hmm. that that he not only meant it, but he was able to do it. But he just needed them to be obedient, to trust him, even when they were attacked in their faith, to hold on in that in that trust and that obedience, 
and, and God brought them out and confirmed, and they went back to that same mountain and worshiped God. You know, I want to say this. We always talk about the results of a person sinning mm-hmm. and how it affects not just you, but other people in generations to come. Mm-hmm. Well, it works the same way the other way around. When we're obedient, when we, when we listen to God's word, God not only blesses you, but blesses those that are around. Cold, right. Yeah. But, but it's a chain. Mm-hmm. Moses had to be obedient. Aaron had to be obedient. They had to go before Pharaoh. They had to tell the people. Uh, they, they told the elders first. Mm-hmm. The, the elders and the formers, all of them had to get with the program. Everybody had to stick and stay to, to come out of this. You know, it, it, every individual uh, household leader yes. had to put that blood on the door. They had to believe and they had to show that they believed by being obedient and, and covered with the blood so that when the death angel passed, he would pass that house because of their obedience and their obedience was out of, of out of their their trust in their faith, yeah. And 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 we we need to let some of the calamities that the world is dealing with pass by our doors, mm. yeah. Because if, if we'll just do the right thing, God will spare us the hurt and the harm and the day. He's able, in the midst of all the things that are going on. God is able to protect us. He's able to keep us, but he needs us to trust and depend on him. In the middle of, of everything, it was, this is dealing with their job. This is dealing with, you know, the culture, where they were living. If we'll just stay in obedience out of our trust in God, Amen. God will confirm that we've done the right thing, but it may not be instant, but he'll do it. It's coming. You know, and another great example is Daniel, when they tested him mm-hmm. and they tried him, they said, hey, we want you to eat of the king's meat. And Daniel said, nah, no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to honor the Lord with what he has blessed me to eat. And when the time came and, and they inspected everybody, mm-hmm. the Bible te- tells us that he was a, a, a lot meatier, yeah. stronger. Oh, yeah, because he trusted and his trust made him obey. And even when his faith was challenged, he held on to his faith. He continued to trust. And it showed up in his See, I, oh, Look, you can talk the talk, mm-hmm. but it's, it's the way you walk that says that you really trust God. It's the way you walk that says that you really love God. It's the way you carry yourself, the steps you make that really say, that, that he's God, that he's my, not just my Savior, but my Lord. Yeah, don't, don't ever look down on yourself. Don't let the devil trick you thinking that you can't be obedient to mm-hmm, God mm-hmm. because that's his goal, to get you to doubt, to not believe in God and, and filter so many different things in your head and uh, have this one say this and somebody else say that. Ignore that. Resist the devil mm-hmm. and he'll flee. You know, trust in God's word. And, and you know, David, what he uses in our culture, pride. Oh. Because yeah, sometimes obedience is so humbling. And, and, if, we can, and if we can not be as humble, uh, it, we, we, it, so many people have a problem with being submissive and humble. You know, 
Oh man, they think see the being submissive and humble to God brought freedom. So many times we think, you know, being submissive and humble humble is actually a, a bondage and we want to be free. A lot of people dying today of coronavirus because you know, I'm, I'm, it's too submissive and humbling for me to stay in my house. It's too submissive and humbling for me to keep six feet apart. It's too submissive and, and humbling that I can't go here and there. And too submissive and humbling for me to wear a mask. You know, right? Okay, well, let your pride get you in the cemetery. And we'll set some nice stuff, you know, right? <laughs> uh, but, but no. When you're doing the right thing, when you when God is trying to to bless you and, and you accept the blessing by walking in obedience and trust in him. He will show to the world that you are his. He will confirm what he said. He will cause other people to know and believe. He will confirm by his blessings that you've done the right thing to trust and obey Amen, amen. Uh, so the question for today is, are, are you willing to wait? Are you willing to be patient to see God's confirmation for your obedience? Or are you going to just rush things and lean to your own understanding? Because, you know, there's a way that seemeth right to a man, but the end thereof is death. We don't want that. We want to submit and be patient and trust in the Lord with all our heart. And knowing that when we've done everything to stand, we continue to stand. Because in this, we'll see God showcase himself. No different than he did for the three Hebrew boys. They took a stand. Regardless if they were going to be thrown in the fire, they believed God. And God showed himself. He gave full confirmation to the point where it changed the king's mind of who God really was or is. Are you willing to be obedient enough for other people to see who God is in your life? Amen. With that, we're going to go ahead and ask Pastor to close us out in prayer. Heavenly Father, we ask you today to give us direction, to show us the way that you would have for us to go, to lead us and guide us by your spirit and by your word. Then, Lord, keep us, sustain us, help us through the tests and trials of our faith. We know, Lord, that the enemy is trying to steal our future blessing by trying to hinder our present faith. We need you, God, so that we can be that light in the midst of this dark world. Lord, so that we can show forth your greatness and your goodness, that others too might come into the same faith and, and obedience and, and trust in you that we have. God, I pray for your people today Help them, Lord, to be strong and to stand. Confirm, Lord, by the blessing 
those that have been obedient to you. We thank you, Lord, for all that you do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. May God keep you and may God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcasts, Google Casts, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.